At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Nightcap Hour number three here on a Thursday night. Week three of the NFL season, Sean, is underway. Yes, sir. Carolina Panthers winning and covering 24 to 9, but it comes at a cost. J.C. Horn, broken foot, but according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN and Christian McCaffrey leaving with a hamstring injury. So, costly victory, but they get the victory nonetheless. The Panthers, I believe, as of right now, the best defense in the NFL. And uh, your guy right there, you've been talking about right. Hassan Reddick for quite some time. Put pressure on the quarterback, and that's exactly what he did tonight. One and a Two half tackles, sacks. one and a half sacks, three quarterback hits, and also a tackle for a loss. A guy that Matt Rule knew very well Temple. because he was his best defensive player at the Temple team that beat the University of South Florida in 2016 up in Philadelphia. That was a mean team. That was a tough team. It was. That was, uh, they were good. What Matt Rule, I mean, getting to know Matt Rule, you coached against him when you were at USF, mm-hmm. you was at Temple, then you coached with him, you know, with that internship that you mentioned. What stands out about Matt Rule? His leadership qualities. I mean, he goes to Temple, and I know Al Golden had good things going there at Temple, but he got Temple to a level that I don't know if it'll ever be matched at Temple. Uh, I mean, college game day went to Temple for a right, game. Right. Then he goes to Baylor at the the lowest of the lows after the Art Bryles situation. He takes them to a Big 12 championship game. Mm-hmm. You know, gets them to, I believe, a New Year's Six Bowl. And then he takes the Carolina Panthers job, and here we are. They're 3-0. and uh, They're dealing with injuries. What is it about Matt Rule? Leadership. You mentioned leadership. Leadership. Just leadership. Just just leadership? Yes, leadership. His ability to lead men. Very rare that coaches have that. And it's a genuine origin from where the leadership comes from, and he does. And that's why he's been successful at all of his stops. I think it emanates in his interviews. That's why I think he's gotten jobs quicker than people with his resume, even though his resume is rock solid. It's not like... He's won championships at all these places right. before he's got a promotion, but it just speaks to his ability to interview and the genuineness that comes off when he interviews, and it, it's actually a part of who it really is. And it's uh, it's yeah, it's been impressive to see what he's been able to do, taking over uh, for Ron Rivera after he got let go uh, midseason, and now they're three and zero, and an opportunity uh, to uh, to to keep this train rolling, but. 
dealing with some injuries like it was last year with Christian McCaffrey, so we will see the severity. Uh, looking ahead to Sunday, um, seeming like, as you look at the NFL landscape here, Sean, it's feeling more and more likely that Carson Wentz will not be playing for the Indianapolis Colts. Sprained both his ankles last week. And, you know, for Tennessee, who lost week one, had the miraculous comeback, winning in overtime against the Seattle Seahawks last week at home, you've really got an opportunity here if you're the Tennessee Titans. I won't say to throw the knockout punch, but, man, this is huge for the Titans to go up up two games on the Colts, get a head-to-head victory, and they're laying now six at some spots against Indianapolis. I think we're going to find out who Indy is or who Tennessee is, not Indy, because we kind of know what Indy is. Indy's slightly flawed and in a position where if they had an elite quarterback, they're a AFC championship contender. I, I don't really know who Tennessee is. Tennessee was down, I think it was 24-9 to late in that game against yeah. Seattle, and some things happened that just kind of – all bounced in their favor, and they end up winning the game in overtime. So I still can't get the visual of their performance versus the Arizona Cardinals in week one out of my mind. It's got smashed. Yeah, so I'm going to find out a lot because I know Indy on some levels will test them significantly. Now, how is Jacob Eason going to play? Anyone who says they know is still guessing. Yeah, and you saw it right there. We showed a graphic for those uh, checking us out, YouTube TV, vsin.com, wherever you may be watching, and Jacob Eason getting you know, thrust into action here. Um, there was a moment in, the, uh, in training camp uh, where it felt like Jacob Eason was going to be the starter uh, week one. Do you think he ever really separated himself from Sam Ellinger during the preseason? And that was after a lot of snaps. You know, to me, that's what worries me, is it wasn't like... This was Jimmy Garoppolo in the preseason when he was still with the Patriots. Right. And it just was a matter of time, if things went right, that this was his team. Like, you came out of the preseason feeling like, I know Carson Wentz isn't that good, but I'm not sure that Jacob Eason is anywhere close to being the answer. He came into the end of the Rams game, and that's a tough spot after having sat the entire game, but he didn't look like he was the answer. So now he's going to go on the road against a team that, understands how much of an advantage they have if they can win this game in the Tennessee Titans. I just don't know what you're going to get. I mean, you almost have to lay the wood with Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, to me right now with the, with the, with the questions, it's, you know, I, I don't like laying chalk all that much, and especially this year with, with the way that dogs have been performing. <laughs> and the Colts were a dog last week. I took the Colts last week plus Marshall the three and a half. Marshall covered for you tonight. Marshall got it done. At the same time, the Panthers were a road favorite. Yeah. Yeah, and went in and so and you, you you laid the wood. Yeah. I just I mean, told sometimes you, you can't just blindly bet the dogs. You gotta lay the wood every that's once right. in a while. I told you there's no way that I saw Davis Mills and that Houston Texans offense getting over ten to thirteen points. I just didn't think it could happen. I thought that Carolina would at minimum be in the twenty four range. You know, that was enough. It was a little bit of a sweat for you? Yeah, because of some boneheaded mistakes. I mean, they went forward on fourth and one inside the five. I mean, they had more penalties, you know, than the officials had flags. I think they had to bring in extra flags. Well, they had flags. seven penalties Don't in the first half. cut me off when I'm making a joke. I think the officials had to bring in extra flags at the half because they had thrown so many in the first half. They were all dirty. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Now you can talk. I was expecting the pun. I didn't know the punchline was going. <laughs> I was just telling the people how many penalties there were. Sorry. It was a lot. How many? Uh, what was the exact number? Eight. It's crazy. And seven I think in seven the, in the first seven half. Seven in the first half. Yeah. Uh, Carolina outgained Houston 407 to 193. No running whatsoever for Houston tonight. Uh, they averaged 3.9 yards per play. They had 42 yards on the ground on 17 carries. That's a two and a half yard per carry average. Wow. So the uh, the under, if you had that, was a very easy winner. But uh, I just want to keep playing off this graphic. So, you know, Davis Mills, backup quarterback, gets a start tonight. They don't cover. Very vanilla game plan. First career start. Throws for 168 yards. Goes well under his total. 
Brad Evans cashes his favorite bet in this game, which was under 34 and a half yards. He got lucky. He did. Uh, that that pass that was completed to uh, Brandon Cooks late at the end of the first half, Aaron and I were sitting here saying, oh, how long was that? It was 30 yards. So we mentioned Jacob Eason, not a great feel. What about the other three backups that started the year? Now, Justin Fields was always expected to take that job at some point. So it's now Justin Fields' job. And if you look at the point spread, it is now trending towards Cleveland. You're seeing a lot of seven and a halfs here locally. Uh, still some sevens offshore in favor of Chicago. Uh, this is a road game facing a pretty solid defense in the Cleveland Browns there. Uh, so I have it that it opened at nine and it's dropped yeah, to seven and a half. That is correct. So the book is saying that Justin Fields is better than Andy Dalton. I think that's a fair assumption. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you just, I had a lot of games available this week. I'm a huge Justin Fields guy, but I don't know on the road how he's going to handle that environment. And more so than how Justin's going to play, I don't trust Nagy. Yeah. I don't trust him to go in with a game plan that allows Justin not to be handcuffed and actually allows him to play quarterback. I can see him now going in, well, you know, we don't want to expose him to uh making any mistakes. Well, how are you going to win the game? Right. No, we're just going to we're going to limit, you know, you know, when we throw the ball. Well, how are you going to get first downs? You know, and, and I can see a coach like him making these kind of mistakes in this situation. Because like every coach, he has a lot of pride. His pride is on the line. Mm-hmm. His reputation is already burnt. <laughs> I mean, the Matt Trubisky era, like, killed Mitch, 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 Mitch Matt, <laughs> one of them. A very forgettable run. <laughs> His pride is on the line here because he defended Andy Dalton. QB1. Yeah, and we saw Andy. When and, he's healthy, he's number one. Yeah, Andy didn't play terrible, but he didn't play anywhere near winning football either. So if Justin comes out and balls, now it's like, yo, coach, you know, kind of a couple last weeks, we probably could have did this. You know, maybe we're one and one instead of 0 and two. Come on. So it's going to be interesting. I'm pulling for the young man. So you're you're pulling for Justin Fields, which makes sense. I'm Uh, not betting the game. Yeah, I was going to say, this this feels like, and I have have Cleveland minus one to close out the teaser that started tonight with Carolina, because I think they're going to win. You're playing a rookie quarterback. You're at home. um, You know, with that defense, I I think you're going to be able to put a lot of pressure on Justin Fields and have him make some mistakes. And, you know, you know this. We should have asked Warren about it. When you've got a rookie out there, mm-hmm. there are ways to confuse him with Depends coverages. on the rookie. Do you think, now I, I guess, yeah. with what we know from a lot of these and, quarterbacks coming in, it's, it's kind of first or second read, right, in college? But you have to be true to who you are as a defense. So if you're not a defense that disguises a whole lot, you don't change it all up because you have a rookie quarterback. You do what you do. And you try and get pressure on the quarterback, and hopefully he panics and turns the ball over. Much more to come. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. A couple injuries in the college football world. Is that going to affect the line? Discuss those next. Stick around. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The nightcap here on VSIN alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. A nice win for the Carolina Panthers tonight, 24 to 9. They get the cover for my guy, Sean King. Keep my teaser alive as well. So uh, happy days. Also, the lone college football game. Whew. You, uh, official ruling. Is that a bad beat? Bad. I mean, it's a great play. The smart play, uh, Nate Noel, the running back for Appalachian State, was 31-30, to App State leading Marshall. Mm-hmm. Game closed 7, 7.5, depending on where you got it, when you got it. I had Marshall plus 7.5. 31-30. Minute and change to go. Marshall's out of timeouts. Noel breaks through the hole, and Marshall clearly has been told, let them score, because that's the only way we can win. All right. So the defenders just pull away, and Noel alertly recognizes that and slides down to the grounds. App State kneels it out. They they win 31 to 30. The final score. Marshall covers. App State gets the victory. Heads up football play. But you know we talked about it yesterday about some of the quotes. Are there some App State boosters not happy with that young man? Facts. Seriously. Well, here's the thing. He scores. Marshall, with Grant Wells, very quality quarterback, can lead that team down the field in a minute and 15 seconds. Listen, I'm going to throw your own words right back in your own face. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Thundering herd. That's right. Get it done. Yeah. (laughs) They were trying to give up the cover. They were. Yeah. They were. See? They were trying to get up the cover. So 31 to 30, the final score overhits in that game as it went off 59 here at Circa, 59 and a half at DraftKings, and uh, App State gets the win. Marshall gets the cover. Got a couple games tomorrow, uh, including a game that there's some disagreement here at Vison because Scott Seidenberg, who's going to join us in our last segment, he likes the Liberty Flames tomorrow night, lay in the wood. At the Carrier Dome? I'm going to leave the game alone now. Chris Felica yeah. was just on, and he said he likes Syracuse. Again, with the ESPN guys, and I, I listen, Chris is an icon when it comes to this. He's one of the reasons that we even have some of these platforms. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, he's he very He kind of was on the forefront of, you know, putting the bear on the wheel and kind of. <laughs> <laughs> still still yeah, got it yeah, up there. Softly introducing oh, the yeah. fact that, you know, people do wager on these games. It, it's not. Like taboo. At the same time, Syracuse produces a lot of the execs in our business. <laughs> so I think, I I think look, there might I, be some personal I ties. Wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. To the Orangemen and their, I, their media program. I think he's embracing a little bit of a stinky line. Listen, I think this line is short. I work with Sterling Gilbert. I'm not backing a Sterling Gilbert led offense. He's not doing it. I uh, Look, I went out and said that Malik Willis is going to be the number one overall pick. That was one of my overreactions. So you have to take liberty. So I got it. I got to yeah. back my guy here. Why not? So uh, they beat them by more than that last year, right? Uh, they crushed them last year. One by like three touchdowns. So how are they? Are, is this at Syracuse? Yes. How are they? Didn't it? Wasn't it in Syracuse last year? Yes. So how are they going back again? 
Uh, probably a two for one type of deal because you're at Liberty and you're playing Syracuse. But generally, the, the, the one, the second time happens on the back. I don't know. COVID but last I, year, whatever. Here's what it is Friday night, we'll see. I, I still like Liberty in this game. A touchdown doesn't seem like a lot. You know, Liberty's kind of been a covering it's machine, just, right? It, oh, 11 straight covers. Yeah. 11 straight covers. Hugh Freeze, since getting to Liberty, I believe, is 17 and 7 against the spread. I mean, Syracuse just gave up 24 points to Albany. Oh, you know what it was? Remember, um, remember the Hugh Freeze, the Hugh Freeze uh, bed game when he was upstairs yeah. in like and a and Dino Babers did like the thumbs up. That was at Liberty. So I guess yeah, they did was. one at Liberty and now back that to was back at Syracuse? Syracuse. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that was at Syracuse. So, yeah. um, it just it 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 feels a little Admiral Admiral Akbari. It's a trap. Under a touchdown, it just seems too easy. So we'll see. Uh, I would lean towards Liberty because they're just a better football team, but it feels like everybody's going to be on Liberty. Um, C.J. Stroud is uh, is likely out. Does it matter? Probably not. They're playing Akron. Uh, this line actually opened 53. It is now down to 48 and a half. Uh, not, I don't know if it was necessarily because of the injury. I think it's just that's a ton of points. What's wrong with Malik Willis? Have Malik- we heard? Malik Willis? I mean, uh, C.J. Stroud, I'm he's, sorry. He's dealing with uh, shoulder injury. Sorry. Um, we didn't get an uh, exact diagnosis. Nursing a shoulder injury per Ryan Day, and the staff, the staff felt like a week off would be good for him as they head into yeah, Big you, Ten play. Listen, C.J., if you're listening, you never want to hear that. Yeah. Go in the training room right now and say, Coach, I'm fine, I'm playing. You don't want to hear that. You know, hey, why don't you just take this week off? There was a quarterback competition yeah. this offseason. Stroud won it. Uh, it's them silently Kyle McCord saying, and Jack Miller yeah, let's are going to get some at, Let's look at someone else. And you've got to be thinking to yourself, okay, I've gone up against Minnesota with a whole offseason to prepare for me. I went up against Oregon, who looks like they're legit. Mm-hmm. And now my counterpart's going to get Akron. Well, CJ got to play... Last week against Tulsa, where it was kind of a, a mixed bag. What's Tulsa's record? Last 11 times that they've played uh, top 25 ranked teams or power five teams, whatever that record is. Or UC Davis. Well, but I know, but they cover. Oh, yeah, they covered. Yeah, yeah and, they covered. And, and they play tight games against. It was a touchdown game in the fourth quarter. But that's what away. Tulsa does. Interesting thought there about C.J. Stroud. Oh, yeah. Don't miss the game, bro. <laughs> What's his name? Wally Pip? Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss the game. Um, this is uh, this is some tough news for USC. So Keaton Slovis got banged up against uh, Washington State, and Jackson Dart came in and looked really impressive. Man, got to be a good player with that name, right? Yeah, Jackson Dart. Jackson with an X, but he just had surgery, repair a meniscus injury. He is out indefinitely. So Keaton Slovis. Uh, I would imagine we'll be back for the Trojans, but that's tough. I mean, Jackson Dart was from Kaysville, Utah. That was impressive to watch. Uh, to watch Dart out there, they got Oregon State this I week like at home. I kind of like Oregon State in this game. Yeah, yeah. catching the points. Yeah, eleven right now. Chance Nolan's been playing good. And remember, um, was it? It wasn't Kenny White. It was one of our guests that really was high on Oregon State coming into the season. Then they went to Purdue and failed to cover, but then they bounced they back. They were right. They were right there. Who was it, uh, Aaron? Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Ott. Ott. Yeah, Jimmy yes. Ott liked that spot. Yes. He liked Oregon State though. against Purdue. Yeah, he no, he liked them overall this year. He said, "Yeah, yeah." So I just I think they're a better team than they're giving giving credit for. I like them in this spot. I really do. I want to tell you about the craziest travel spot. So remember Banksy last week asking about travel in the NFL. You mean Banksy of the guarantee? Yeah. Banksy of the Vanderbilt, or sorry, Stanford cover, winner over me. They had a strong last Friday. They did. Banksy guaranteed Stanford, and Wilbur guaranteed Dallas. Yep. Bang, bang. Yeah. Banksy's uh, 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 reports say that he is uh, back on Banksy Does North America, so he will not be in studio tomorrow. Okay. Uh, But we, uh, we will have to get a pick from him, his favorite pick. But how about this? For our new listeners, Banksy is Darren Banks. Darren Banks. Who's one of the uh, hosts here at the Circa. Former Boston Bruin. Casino, former Boston Bruin. Wilbo is head of Stadium Swim here at Circa. 
So if you guys want to come over and you look trying to meet Big Balls or Banksy, there are guys. Those are the two. And uh, they're here every Friday. Derek will be in studio, of course, uh, tomorrow. Keyshawn Johnson, another one of your former okay. teammates, going to be on the show tomorrow. Give too. me the darn ball. <laughs> uh, but how about this? You know what? I just figured out what you are. What? Just a flashlight. A flashlight? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Remember he called Wayne Corbett a flashlight? That he was a star, and Wayne Corbett was just a flashlight. Yeah. I like Wayne Corbett. Me too. He actually beat us on a halfback pass that game that year from uh, Martin. They got down in the Curtis race. Martin Curtis Martin yeah, they, Wayne Corbett? Yeah, they went like full uh, tailback toss, and he threw a halfback pass that Corbett caught in the back of the end zone to beat us. Wayne Corbett? Hofstra. Hofstra. Giovanni Carmazzi. <laughs> nice pull. <laughs> nice. Greatest player in Hofstra history, baby. Uh, but San Jose State, just something to keep in mind. San Jose State, if you were up late last weekend, playing Hawaii, beat them 17-13. Game ended around 1, 1 a.m. Pacific. Mm -hmm. You fly back home. They're going to Kalamazoo to take on Western Michigan for a 11 a.m. Pacific start. A Western Michigan team that just beat Pitt, though. Could yep. there be a letdown on both sides? That's, I really didn't want them to uh, win that game. Maybe the under. What's the total? Uh, you're looking at Western Michigan's defense is terrible. 62 and a half is what we're looking at there. The Circa Millions lines are out. We'll take a look at those and uh, maybe wrapping our minds around what we should play if we were in Circa Millions. That's Sean. I'm Tim. Come on back right here on the Nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Tomorrow's episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod comes from Arlington Park, where General Manager Tony Petrillo 
discusses Saturday's final race card in the track's 94-year history. Trainer Robertino DiDorio talks about Keep Me In Mind's bid to pull off an upset at Saturday's $1 million Pennsylvania Derby. Rampart Casino Sportsbook Director Dwayne Colucci handicaps weekend races. Subscribe now at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher. Download it tomorrow morning at vcin.com slash podcasts. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by First Bet. That's Sean King, former Super Bowl champ, Tampa Bay Buck. Had Warren Sapp on earlier tonight. Another one of his teammates, Keyshawn Johnson, on the show tomorrow. Doing big things on the nightcap. I am Tim Murray, and you're going to be on the... Aren't you going to be on the Ron Flatter Racing Pod soon? I was on it. We put it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Got Breeders' Cup coming up. I'm doing research. Going to go? I don't know yet. Isn't it down... Uh... Del Mar. Yeah. It's on this side. Depends. Got to get down there. Yeah. What weekend is that? I don't like to travel during football. Apparently not. I know. We've been pushing you to try to go out to, to SoFi. Warren's going to be there? Yep. I think you need to go. I don't know. You should go. Probably SoFi not. Stadium? Probably not. Probably not. At least you're honest. Yeah. Appreciate the honesty. That's always... Honesty is a good trait. Yeah. And you're being honest. Facts. Um, before we get into the uh, Circa Million lines, this was uh, a couple things. Um, David Cully... First-time head coach. Uh, certainly took some uh, rightful jabs for his decision to decline a penalty and then punt the ball away. Well, tonight, facing a fourth and four with 10 minutes to go in the third quarter mm-hmm. at the 39-yard line of Carolina, Coach Cully decided to punt the ball away. Smart. Yeah. He wants uh, to stay in the national conversation. With a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, surrender index. Uh, with a surrender index of 47.03, this punt ranks at the 996 percentile of cowardly punts of the 2021 season and in the 99.1 percentile of all punts since 1999 what 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 what'd you call that thing it's called the surrender index it's what, a twitter what, feed what is that it, i don't even know what that is it's a twitter feed it has 43,000 now twitter we're going followers. to twitter yeah oh my gosh uh david cully on taking a penalty on fourth and four uh, from the Carolina 39, then punting. Well, at that point, we're still just playing the game right there. We did what we need to do to have some momentum, and we didn't have any. Yeah, okay. Okie dokie, coach. Uh, another thing. Maybe he, should, he just shouldn't do the press conference. Yeah. <laughs> or just do like Belichick. Okay. Uh, we're on to uh, whoever Houston plays next. Right, yeah. You know, just sometimes less is more. So, this was tweeted out earlier tonight from Ian Rappaport. Um, E-Rap. The wild card weekends, normally, it's wild card weekend, and then that Monday is the national championship for college football. Mm -hmm. But, we have 17 games now. There's now 18 weeks. So, week 18 concludes on January 9th. January 10th is the national championship. Remember that because the NFL, per Rappaport, is tinkering with its wild card weekend, likely to have it conclude on Monday night. That would mean two games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, and one on Monday night. And compete with the national championship? No, no, no. Because it's the next week. Oh, okay. Because now... The regular season ends on January 9th. January 10th is the national championship. Mm-hmm. Wild card weekends the following weekend to Saturday, which would be that 4.30 and then 8 o'clock mm-hmm. Eastern. Then you'd have one, four, and eight Sunday. And then you'd have Monday night. But the Monday night team has to turn around on a short week and play the following weekend? Well, the Sunday team, some Sunday teams do too. Some yeah. of those Sunday teams that play on Saturday. 
Right, but it's still a full seven days. I mean, go on Monday night, now you get a day less. No, no, no. If you play on Sunday and you play on Saturday the next week, that's six. So if you play Monday, obviously if you play yeah, Monday, that's... you cannot play on that Saturday. Right. Well, if you tell me that, then okay. Yeah, yeah. there's no way. They, they would some caveats. They would not allow that to happen. But it would be still a short week. You would get Monday to Sunday, obviously. Right. But it would that, be that, huge for ratings. So the two teams they want to lose would be the first Monday night. Because they're at a huge disadvantage. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the Sunday teams, too. If you have to go, no matter turn, when you, you have play, to go from Sunday to Saturday, you're at a but disadvantage. But if, you if you're a team that played Saturday yep. and you have a game the following Sunday yeah, you get and you're playing, playing somebody that played Monday night, I mean, that's a huge disadvantage to whoever played Monday night. Yeah, no, you're right. Huge. But it'll mean huge ratings. Yeah. Monday night, another Monday night opportunity, playoff game. I like it. We'll do it. Who, I like it. Who as a cares fa- if it's healthy or not? Just do it. Right. Well, that, it makes money. That's clearly what the right. league has already said with <laughs> right. the 17th game yeah. and not expanding rosters. All right, let's get to the Circa Million. Tomorrow, I'm, I'm a little bummed that I didn't think of this earlier. I have my games picked out, too. Me and you, mm-hmm. Team Nightcap, okay. starting this week, we are going to pick our five favorite plays. We have to come to a consensus. Uh oh. On our five. Well, how about plays. let's do it like this then? <laughs> <laughs> That'll take all show. <laughs> you can go first. You pick a play. I pick a play. You pick a play. I pick a play, and we have to agree on the fifth one. Can we get like veto power in here? Like at least one veto. Like if you really hate a play, like Aaron a, can be the tiebreaker. If if I based say on the argument, well, let's just say like for instance, I said I like Colts plus five and a half. You'd be like, I hate that veto. No. I'm just saying. Your first two, you get to go with, regardless. All right, so let's take a look at the Circa Millions. We're going to do this tomorrow. Okay. But let's just take a look at it. Uh, obviously, we can't play Panthers-Texans. That game already took place. I already know what I want. So so Cardinals and Jags. So you want to try also if you can find a little bit of a, a stale line, a little bit of an advantage there. Do you take that? Uh, Cardinals-Jags. There is a seven, but mostly seven and a halfs out there in the marketplace. Colts, Titans, uh, that's up to six in a lot of spots. But Circa you get the number that's locked in, right? Correct. Okay. This is this is the line. This is locked. This is almost in. like one of those cards. Uh, the parlay cards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ravens, Lions. That is sitting at Ravens laying eight. Washington and the Bills. Washington plus seven and a half. Saints and Patriots. Patriots laying three. That is uh, still three. There's a two and a half at DraftKings. Chargers and Chiefs. That's a six and a half uh, in favor of the Chiefs. Uh, that is up to seven in most spots. So you'd be getting a bad number uh, if you like the dog. Um, actually, no, you'd be getting a good number. I beg your pardon. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm crazy. Uh, you're getting a bad number if you like the dog because it's up to seven. Falcons Giants. That is now three uh, for circa millions. Is that the purposes. Sunday? No, that's not Sunday night. Okay. Uh, Bengals, Steelers, three. Dolphins, Raiders, four. Jets and Broncos is 10 for Circa Millions. Bucks, minus one and a half at the Rams. Seahawks, minus one and a half at the Vikings. Uh, that is some twos out there for that. And then Packers and 49ers sitting at three and a half uh, for the contest. That is three across the board. I like the Packers because we're getting a really good spot getting that hook on Sunday Night Football. Because it is three pretty much across the board. So I think the Packers would be a good play because we're getting that hook uh, in favor. I'm not telling what I'm going to pick tomorrow. I'm just looking at it. I'm, I'm looking at it. Well, what jumps out of you? Let's talk it out. Teams with bad quarterbacks. Okay. Or rookie quarterbacks. Fade them. So you're looking at Titans. Titans, five and a half. Yep. Um, Jaguars. And I'm talking about taking the other team. I'm just. Yeah, yeah. Calling out the Titans because Jacob Eason is playing, playing for the, the Colts, Colts on the road. So you're looking at taking the uh, the Browns minus seven against the Bears. Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem doing that. Uh, what about this? Is actually a good number. Um, it might be one that is interesting. We would look at it right here. Oh, it's not. It was three and a half for most of the week. Cincinnati. You know, I'm going to bet against Pittsburgh out of spite. So I'll be I'll be fine doing that. <laughs> I'm really mad at myself. I wanted to bet Cincinnati, and the loser goes to spoil. I wanted the three and a half. It's gone. I really don't care if Pittsburgh loses all their games. The rest (laughs) of them. Gets the number one pick next year in the draft. (laughs) 
They get Malik Willis? I'm sure they'll go on like a, a six-game run of wins now that they knock me out of Survivor. Probably. Yeah. All right. So there you go. There are the Circa Million lines. Tomorrow, Sean and I will come to an agreement on five. After the break, we got to decide who we're betting on in the Ryder Cup. Well, Scott Seidenberg is going to come in, too. We'll talk to him, cool. and we'll talk about what we're going to do with the Ryder Cup. It's the nightcap here on Visa. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Visit indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN as we bid farewell for the evening. We'll hand it off to Scott Seidenberg to look ahead Sunday through Thursday. So we'd like to wrap up his work week with a little uh, look ahead, so to speak, to the show. But before we get there, Sean, we have some business. Maybe Scott can uh, get in. You want to hammer down some Ryder Cup plays. What do you got there, Mr. King? Taking Tiger Woods for most points. Uh, he is. He is not. He is not. He is not performing this weekend. Uh, I'm probably gonna get go, some really good odds, though. I'm, I bet. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Is it un-American to take Europe to win? So no, I'm definitely betting Europe to win. So is, is that I, un-American? Once though? again, I think the way to go about it yeah, is I'm definitely betting you Europe bet, to win. It, you bet Europe to win, and if you can get to a DraftKings, mm-hmm. bet the United States to win by three and a half or more. Minus three and a half at plus 125. So I'm taking Europe, and for my three players, I'm going to take Justin Thomas, Shane Lowry, and Patrick Cantley. Okay. Have the most points. Most points. Yeah. So Justin Thomas, eight to one. Yeah. Cantley, 10 to one. And then uh, we talked to Steve Sands earlier today, he said he likes Shane Lowry. The issue with Shane Lowry is that he is not playing in one of the events tomorrow. Uh, so you want to try to get a guy who's going to be in five of them. Uh, but, yeah, Justin Thomas, he likes Cantlay. The way he's been putting, he's been tremendous. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think it's either USA by three and a half or more, which is plus 125 uh, at DraftKings, or you got to take Europe. I mean, Europe is one... Four out of the last five, seven out of the last nine. Um, and Plus it, 240. And as uh, as Steve Sands, who is there, said, it feels like Ireland right now. Mm. It's cold. It's windy. Uh, it, it looks like an Irish course. So uh, Ryder Cup gets going bright and early tomorrow morning. I think 5.30. Yeah. Oh, Eastern. Eastern. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. 5.30 a.m. So I got to do it tonight. Yeah, get it in now. Get your uh, get your plays in there. Son. Sweet. <laughs> get your you'll just take your your winnings from the Panthers covering and right reinvest it. I shall not. <laughs> I shall take a small percentage <laughs> of my winnings from the Panthers. <laughs> um, all right, Scott Seidenberg's in here at Scott's on air. He'll be on uh, as he is each and every weekday night. Well, I guess not Sunday through Monday or Sunday yeah. through Thursday. Excuse me. <laughs> um, uh, breaking things down. The I'm going to start opting out of this on Thursdays. Why? Because I'm tired of you guys with this good-looking hair sitting up here, and I'm over here bald, <laughs> ducked off in the corner. So either Scott's got to get, shave the hair, either man. Scott's got to give do. me some kind of toupee that looks real. Mm. <laughs> Listen, this is a fresh cut today, so I feel yeah, good about it. I'm complimenting yeah. you guys. Good about it. Getting ready for the weekend. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Both yeah. of y'all. That's yeah. exactly. That's this guy's going to Chicago. I mean, come on. Hopefully he's getting a haircut before he leaves. <laughs> Another one? I just got a haircut last week. Don't embarrass us if you go to the game day set. Don't be out there embarrassing us. I know. We just Act, said we conduct had. Conduct yourself with class and professionalism. Well, he's he's going to be holding up a sign behind yeah. the well, crew. Yeah. I want to I want to. I'm Sean King's co-host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tulane versus everybody. <laughs> USF over three and a half. <laughs> it's still getting there. I don't know how, but it's getting there. Uh, they got BYU this week. I did not Ooh. expect them to beat NC State or Florida. Those are their only two losses. That's true. They beat FAMU yeah. last weekend. Now they got BYU. They're probably going to lose that one, too, because it's in Provo. Yeah. Yeah. Laying north of three touchdowns. I really want to bet USF, but I can't. Oh, no. It's I other can't. games on the slate. Uh, I can't. Let's say about betting bad teams. I know. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get him out of this habit. 
I like, as you say, I like pain. Yeah, when you bet bad teams, I mean, it's painful to watch. Yeah. It's but painful. Sometimes it's enjoyable, like when Illinois got us some money last weekend. Last week. That's uh, true. But, Scott, you mentioned college game day. It would be in yes. Chicago. Chris yes. Felica was on the show earlier tonight. Chris Felica likes Syracuse tomorrow. I can your, see why. Your case, as you wrote it up mm-hmm. on VEASAN.com, your case on the Liberty Flames. See, he's the reason why he likes Syracuse is because of the situational spot. It's a primetime game, and they're a home underdog. Mm-hmm. That's why he likes it. And I understand that, right? Traditionally, this is the, where you would go. You look for these traditional spots. Let me get a, uh, a primetime home dog national television, and this is a good spot to bet them. And just, sorry to interrupt, but last weekend, or last Friday night, mm-hmm. we saw Louisville outright winner over UCF at home, and then Illinois covered, didn't win, but covered yep. against Maryland. So I understand the situational spot. But we just saw these two teams play last year. And everybody essentially has come back from both of these teams, mm-hmm. especially from Liberty. What's going to be different about this game this year? There's going to be fans in the stadium. Okay, I understand that. The Carrier Dome can be an intimidating place if you've never seen it before. Mm -hmm. I can understand walking in there and going, wow, this place is massive, right? Liberty just played there last year. They're not going to be phased by the magnitude of the building. All right, maybe the crowd will be loud because people will be excited for a game against a good team like Liberty. But it's not like it's a top 25 team or a top 10 team coming in to to play Syracuse, nor is it a conference opponent. It's the Liberty Flames. And Liberty, with Hugh Freeze, has won 14 of their last 15 games. Malik Willis is now the fifth favorite to win the Heisman Trophy with the the way that he has been playing this year. And he, I would put a flyer on him. Number one pick. At plus 2,000. Mm -hmm. Why not? The other guy's got, what, seven passing touchdowns, four rushing touchdowns. He's playing out of his mind. He might be the top dual-threat quarterback in the country. Remember, he was at Auburn and doing great things until Hugh Freeze got him to come to Liberty. The defense for Liberty is really where this game is going to separate itself. They allow 58 rushing yards per game. That's it. Sean Tucker, got to shut him down. They have only, they play at a good road win against Troy. So it's not like they haven't gone on the road and win. Mm -hmm. All right, good road win against Troy. This is a Liberty team that is going to continue this winning, their winning ways. Their offense is going to be too much for Syracuse's defense to stop, even though Syracuse's defense has looked better this year. Oh, yeah. They still haven't faced an offense that even looks close to Liberty. The best offense they faced this year is Rutgers, and Rutgers' offense is terrible. So now you got this Liberty offense going in there. Syracuse is not going to be able to contain them. They weren't able to contain them last year in a blowout loss, and the Syracuse offensive line is still as bad as it was last year and they're not going to be able to get their ground game going against this Liberty defense that has a stout run defense. I think it's going to be tough sledding all day for Syracuse. They're going to be in three and longs a lot. Plus, Dino Babers is on the hot seat. He doesn't know what the heck he's doing. He's got a two-quarterback rotation now. They're both terrible. Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes when you have a two-quarterback rotation, sometimes when you have a two-quarterback rotation, you're like, you know what? We got one guy that's a dual threat. We're going to let him run the football and, and see what happens. But no, he's got two guys that are exactly the same. So Tommy DeVito's probably going to start. He's not going to do much. They're going to keep switching throughout the course of the game. They're never going to get anything going is on Tommy offense. Tommy DeVito the mayor of Syracuse yet? That dude has yeah. been there for about a decade. <laughs> no, you're thinking of... Uh, this is a Liberty double-digit the win. The kid before him that was there for like 17 and a half years. <laughs> DeVito's been there a long time, no, the too. The kid before him was more. All you had to say was Sterling Gilbert's the OC, so... Uh, you, what, 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 did he there. kick your dog? Hey, man, listen, man. I'm just telling you. I'm, my whole Carolina winnings, the majority of it is going on Liberty tomorrow. So yeah. hope you're wrong, Chris Felica. And the spread has moved from six to six and a half. I locked it in at six, six and a half. I'm still fine. Anything under a touchdown. South Point is I'm seven now. With. See, it's rising because Liberty's going to win this by double digits. I, I took earlier this week. I took a little bit on Liberty six. I'm a little as my mind works. I'm a little skittish because this seems like it's too good to be true under a touchdown. But... See, here's what I know. Coaching huge advantage, Liberty. Yes magnitude and meaning of the game in the big picture advantage liberty they know they have an island game Mm -hmm. everybody's watching for most people in the country this is the only time they're going to see liberty play so huge recruiting hugh is going to pull out all the stops hugh freeze by the way just a reminder has covered 11 straight games plus syracuse only has two good players sean tucker and taj harris that's it it's not like this is a, a, a ACC caliber football team. They just play in that conference. 14 out of 15. Their only loss was on the road by one to NC State covered. last season. And they covered that game. Covered. They beat Coastal Carolina, too. Uh, it has the makings. I, I wrote it up in the in the preview. I mean, over nine wins. 
they got some tricky spots. Liberty moving forward. You got UAB next week on the road. That's a tricky spot. No uh, one's watching that game. Obviously, you play Ole Miss November 6th. That's massive for Liberty. Uh, they play Louisiana uh, in, in November. Uh, but this is, a, this is a big game. And this is an island spot. And like I talked about earlier this week, my overreaction, Malik Willis to be number one overall pick. He needs to show up. He's talented. I'm not... I'm with you on that number one pick train, but he's good enough to get past the Orangeman of Syracuse. Somebody has it. If it's going to be oh. a quarterback, somebody's got to do it. Here's the other thing. Liberty in three games has yet to turn the football over. Good. Don't That's how it. you win football games. Yep, absolutely. You protect the football, and you extend drives. Fighting you freeze, The more baby. disciplined team is going to be the team to win the game, and that's Liberty. That game tomorrow at 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 o'clock Eastern. I'm sure Scott Seidenberg will have more on that and the entire NFL and college football slate. Thanks to Warren Sapp. QB killer. Heard of him before. (laughs) Thanks to Chris Felica. Thanks to Steve Sands. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Scott Seidenberg, the look ahead. Coming up next, this has been the Nightcap right here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.